The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? All right. Uh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I don't know about doing, but I'm here. And from what you were telling us before show, totally understandable and um, really surprised you're on the show with us this week. I'm surprised I'm still awake. <laughs> there's that too. Anyway. But that's the dedication I have for the Star Wars and the Wookie Radio fans. Uh, I'm frustrated with my shock mount and considering looking at a new one, but that that's pretty bad since these is a brand new shock mount that they're trying to, that we're trying out for them. I know. I, I have a funny feeling what happened and it's not the shock mount. It, it was operator error from another person who should know better, but didn't. So, and with a shock mount like this, it doesn't take much really to, to pop them. So, Anyway, um, check out the homepage, wookieradio.net. Find all types of great affiliates like Biddy Boomers, uh, superhero stuff, um, heroes and villains. Is heroes and villains still on there? I believe so. <laughs> I don't remember. It's a good look. Rocky Mountain 3D printing. He's got some great stuff. No, I do not have heroes and villains still on there because our code's no longer working with them. Uh, our web store, be it T Public or our normal web store, I'm still working on paring down some of the offerings because there's just a lot there. Um, so I'm trying to pare that, get that pared down. Um, I believe that's it. So, um, so check that out. It's all cool stuff. Supporting them helps support us. And supporting us means we could talk more Star Wars, such as let's talk about the latest episode of The Bad Batch. Derek, you want to do a quick recap? No. (laughs) Well, then. Basically, uh, we have what? They go to um, Corellia. New mission from Sid. I can't believe how far along we are in this already. This is what? Episode six? Yeah, 10 more to go. I mean, that's awesome that we have 10 more episodes, but that, that's moving fast. But we have 10 more episodes. Yeah. 
We have. Which means we get real story, not just something quick and easy. But we have no word on um, second season, Bad Batch. We won't find out for a little while still. I don't know. I mean, you would think if the series is doing well, we would have something. Yeah. But you got to think they they would have they have to have already either um, give it the okay or not because it takes so long to do a season. Right. So why not just announce we have we have uh, another episode or another season? Yeah. Well, do they? They might not know yet. I would think they would know. I mean, again, animation takes time. I, w- I would think they would know. So I don't know. Um, we're only how many episodes in now? Six. But they're, I mean, they're all done. They're all in the can, I'm sure. I'm sure, but they might not have, Disney might not have decided yet. Right. If they wanted to do more, they might want to see how it goes first. Although, we don't know. This could have been a one season show anyway. That's why I'm hoping it's not. There's so much, but the way they're playing this off, unless they totally do completely wrap it up at the end of the season. I would love to see more stories from the Bad Batch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how they potentially play into helping the resistance or the rebellion. How how do they manipulate their way through the new Imperial Army or, or the clones that are, are potentially still around who are helping the new Imperial Army? And what happens to Omega and everything? Yeah. So speaking of what happens to Omega, uh, starts off with um, the- I, I I watched this like almost a week ago now. I barely remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll remember as soon as he gets into it. Sid ha- mm. Sid has a new job for the batch. Uh, that's to go to a factory in Corellia to retrieve a separatist tactical droid. Uh, now, at the same time that all this is happening, we see Omega learning how to use her new laser bow, which she's what? Oh, yeah. Three out of ten. And, and Sid's biggest comment is, you know, work on the arm strength. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the weapon is created for adults. Yeah. But we also got to figure, too, Omega has had no strength training at all. Right. So. That we know of. That we know of. Um, so, and of course, the whole thing with the laser bow is kind of a subplot to the whole episode. Uh, or, the, I mean, they get to the factory, then they come find out there are two people who are also trying to get a tactical droid, the same tactical droid. Hence, the return of the Martez sisters. Everybody's favorite characters from the last season of the Clone Wars. Yep. <laughs> yep. So they have. And what's interesting, if you think about this, if you think about this, this really is only. It, this could be as little as a couple of months after we saw them with Ahsoka. Very well, could be. Mm. Because when they were with Ahsoka, that was very, very close to the end of the Clone Wars. And right now, we're still only, what, maybe weeks away from Order 66? Oh, Order 66 is already a pat. Well, yeah. I know. I uh, we're like maybe weeks past it. I would say probably a month, month and a half past at this stage in the game. Yeah. And when they had Ahsoka on that last season of the Clone Wars, that was maybe a month, month and a half before. Right. So, I mean, we don't know how long Bad Batch was on Camino Because remember, they were there for a little bit, had to do the training to see where they stood with, the training exercise to see where they stood with Tarkin. Yeah. Right. And then go through all yeah, that. Yeah, so that would have taken some time. Um, so the, the majority of this episode, we're in a three-way battle between the Bad Batch, the Marte, Martez sisters, and police droids, Corellian police droids. 
I love how this show is kind of a bridge between the prequels and the original trilogy. Like we're seeing the beginnings of, of the empire, but you still see like, uh, separatist droids and everything. Yeah. And the actual battle droids and stuff are still in use, not in this episode, but they're still in use out there. Right. Right. Uh, didn't we see battle droids in use? Not in flashback scenes, but in other scenes in Mandalorian? I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't either. Mm, I don't either. I know we saw them in flashback scenes. Right. Now, um, of course, you know, the factory looks kind of similar to what we saw on Geonosis, but this one's filled more with scrap, dirt, rust, and uh, sure, quite a bit of stench of oil and burnt electronics. When uh, Yeah, because this is a deconstruction um, facility, not a construction facility. Yeah. Uh, the workers sound truly panicked when alarms go off. As for Omega, full of pluck, um, piss and vinegar, whatever you want to call it, and the desire to prove herself worthy of that new light bow that she has, which for her is the pull on it's not that light. So it's cool how um, Omega has at least a couple exchanges with the sisters that aren't about the other clones. Now, it suggests, uh, so they, they go through, they come find, um, Tech manages to take the, the head that they all recovered, turn the droids on the belt on the police droids and made it where they weren't attacked to only attack other droids. And I loved how the one battle droid just said, orders are orders. Kind of mm-hmm. yeah. as a nod to the whole all good soldiers follow orders, which we see Wrecker, who's afraid of heights, when he gets to the main spot to sniper from, had hit his head again and got that chip triggering things again in his head. Trying to, yes. Or trying to. Thing is, what's going to what's gonna happen? Who is he going to attack? There's no Jedi around, unless does Omega have some force ability in her? Is she force sensitive? But that doesn't make her a Jedi. Then how would he know? Yeah, that's going to be the next question. How how would the inhibitor chips? How know? long? How long do you think? How long do you think it's going to take before he, he before it fully takes over? Uh, I don't know. On the show, I mean, like maybe another two, three episodes before yeah, that's it becomes. What I was thinking too. Before it becomes an issue for them to really address, Mm. the crew to address. So, um, again, we also see another pun on Echo's name because they keep going back and forth. And uh, the one Martez sister goes, is there an Echo in here? He goes, yep, why, yes. Or is there an Echo? And he just Mm -hmm. goes, yes. Um, Tech is showing more and more of his um, abilities, which is finding pretty cool. Because he was able to take that data spike afterwards and give it to the Martez sisters and said, hey, I made a copy of the data that was in his head for you guys to take. Yeah. Because the head pretty much was destroyed. But didn't he also end up with a copy of it himself to give to Sid? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think they showed. They didn't show whether or not they did. Yeah. Um. At the well, no. In the end, bad bat the bad batch do take the loss. They still don't know who Sib's buyer is, uh, but they didn't capture the tactical droid. Neither did Trace and Rafa, uh, whose patron is trying to fight the Empire. Question is, whose backside did we see? Yeah. Well, also, did you recognize the their droid? Yeah, it was Ahsoka's droid. Yes. Yeah, that was Ahsoka's droid. A seven R seven. Yeah, repainted. So are they working directly with the brand new rebellion or are they um, working with Ahsoka or what's the plan thing here? 
Don't know. I don't. I don't even think at this point the rebellion is is a rebellion yet. It's still in the. Well, there are individual pocket cells of um, resistance. Right. Right, but I think we're still early in all that. Oh yeah. I mean, realistically, when does the rebellion start? That's a good question. Well, depends. Are you talking about the rebellion or the rebel alliance? The rebellion is starts almost immediately, probably, with people. All the individual cells and stuff are all part of the rebellion, even though they're not all together. The rebel alliance is a totally different thing. That's when they actually come together. I would think. Uh, the rebellion what is the battle of Top Raw. Okay, so that was okay. So the battle of Top Raw took place during the Galactic Civil War between the Alliance to restore the Republic and the Galactic Empire. I say this is where the no Death Star plan is obtained by rebels. No, that's on Scarif, which is canon. This is it? This is pre-canon. This is legend status. All right, so canon. The Alliance to restore the Republic started uh, two years before the Battle of Yavin. So we are only two years. Well, that, I think that's when the alliance came together. The alliance, the rebellion, mm-hmm. was going for much longer than that. Because you got to think, Star Wars Rebels was started what five years out. Rebels was five years right. out, yeah. yeah. But the last season was two years out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the alliance came together, and the different cells started talking to each other. Uh, okay. So I'm just looking at Wikipedia on this. Early resistance movements aided by the Jedi. That's different. Delegation of 2000. That was during the Clone War still. Then with the age of the Empire. Okay, so at the time that Anakin becomes Vader, Organa and Mothma start working in secret to overthrow the Empire. So those are the early two. Ooh, yeah, another person to consider. So going back, who's the person they're speaking to? Who are your thoughts on who it is? Hmm. I've heard Ahsoka mentioned. I've heard Saw Gerrera mentioned. I don't lean towards Ahsoka because they've already done that. Yeah. Right. That'd be too obvious. Oh, let's do Ahsoka again. And, and I, I think we're at that stage right now. Ahsoka is kind of in hiding and probably working with Rex. But I believe they're working on their own. Right. Because we're still dealing with the aftermath of... They're still handling the aftermath of what they dealt with at the end of Rebels or end of Clone Wars, Clone Wars season seven. To me, my initial thought was Bail Organa, but now I'm also thinking um, after reading this, maybe Mothma as well. Possibly. Possibly. I was thinking Bail Organa myself. The only other person I would potentially think of is um, Jar Jar Binks. No, God. (laughs) I like that idea. No. <laughs> you know he's going to show up at mistake. some point in this series. He will be in this series somewhere. No, no, no. <laughs> Dave Filoni likes him. Well, that smells stinking with. Ain't that the truth? Um, trying to think. General on Yavin. Dodonna? Yes, Dodonna. Would would he potentially be someone who could potentially wear robes similar to that at an earlier stage? Mm. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. It is possible. It is. Um, actually, his jacket, seeing a picture, jacket's long enough. It could be It could be his jacket we're seeing. Yeah, that's true. And, and he would have a, a reason for wanting to know about potential clones. And would potentially know about it, considering he, he served the Empire briefly during... Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, he serves the empire during this time period. Though. He's serving the empire from 19 BBY to 1 BBY. Mm. Well, the Martis sisters are working for the empire. I don't think so. True, because they're wanting the tactical droid to, for whatever group to fight the empire. So, well, I just ruled out the Donna. I'm thinking Mothma or, uh, or Argana. Yeah, because we've already seen Saw Gerrera. We've already seen, you know, yep. Ahsoka, they've done this with already. Yeah. Yep. In the many ways they've done this with. In space Windu. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. Sure, why not? <laughs> I don't see that. So, uh, getting to StarWars.com, here, here's some fun facts about, uh, like, trivia facts from their trivia gallery. Uh, this episode marks Omega's first use of her energy bow. Uh, the decommissioned facility is reminiscent of the droid construction facility seen in Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Sure. Uh, Corellia was first seen in 2018 solo of Star Wars story and the design of the planet in Star Wars Bad Batch takes its cues from the aesthetic originally developed for the film. Mm. Very cool. Considering we've always heard Corellia to be one of the Empire's factory planets. Yeah. And that's what we saw in Solo. And who's to say they weren't a factory planet beforehand for the Republic? Well, yeah, yeah. They're, they're big things of shipbuilding. Yep. Uh, Trace and Rafa Martiz first appeared in the final season of Star Wars Clone Wars. Since then, they have grown from looking out only for themselves to working for a mysterious contact who's taking the fight to the Empire. I love how they've grown so much in a couple of months. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they're also joined, as we talked about, by a familiar astromech, A7R7, um, who was previously uh, a former Jedi and friend of the sisters. Ahsoka Tano. And like I said, they have repainted A7. Because when he was Ahsoka's, he had a maroon body with a lot of gold accent. Still some of the gold accent there, but it looks like they have changed the body more to a black and gray. Now he's in stealth mode. Ooh. Um... Where is the highlights from the show? See what we see what we've covered and what we didn't cover. Uh, this is my briefing goggles. <laughs> nice, nice catchphrase. I probably need to go lift that for uh, the show. Um, <laughs> say what you will about Sid's moral compass. Uh, she has a flair for commentary. So when between her witty retorts and new nicknames for the batch and her blunt assessment of Omega's weak noodle noodle arms, uh, she's becoming one that everyone likes. Uh, the Martiz sisters are back. Uh, no need to discuss that much further. Don't look down. It's well established that Wrecker hates heights. He conquers his fears to help his friends, uh, including uh, banging his head again to cause the headaches and the mutterings of good soldiers. Uh, we all have a bad feeling about this. Uh, Trace's Trace's conscious. Uh, we knew surviving the, the Pike prison with Ahsoka had left an impression on Trace. She and Omega have opposing goals, but that doesn't mean she wants to see the young girl destroyed. Finding a good use for those decommissioned clankers, Trace comes to Omega's rescue when it counts. And then what we talked about earlier, is there an echo in here? Yes, yes there is. After all, that stress, a moment of levity is the perfect release. It was done very subtly too, so as not to be, you know, yeah. Too cringy. Uh, yeah, it was weird because it kind of came out all of a sudden like, oh, wait a minute. Did they, they, I guess they did just do that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
Den of Geek has some Easter eggs that they discovered from decommissioned. Uh, again, first Easter egg off the top, Rafa and Trace Martiz. We don't need to go any further. Uh, R7. No, no need to go further. Now, they say that you can see he's he has the same green dome and purple red body in decommissioned. So is this really Ahsoka's droid? It's hard to tell. It's... They have referred to him as R7A7. They have changed the coloring because he he was not purple. He was not green dome and purple red body. Uh, if you search R7A7, this is where I step in. So I, I am a I am a astromech junkie. Uh, where's a good picture from the show? Seeing the toys, I'm okay with the toys, but it's about the best as I'm gonna get. So if you take a look here, guys. You look at the body, the coloring almost matches the stripe on her ship, being that maroonish color, which is what she's known for in her outfit up until season seven, after she leaves the order. But the head's gr is, is gray, and I don't I don't believe that's, yeah, that has a greenish tint, but it's, it's I don't well, think that's. it was dark on the ship, so. Yeah, it could be lighting, it could be just the choice of the artist who's putting it together. But it's completely different now, because. It's notice. also a different, um, a different animation style. Also, just a little bit, right? But if you notice, and a different lighting and different coloring. When you look at the picture of R seven in uh, in this episode, there's no coloring around the around the bottom of the dome, and there's no coloring around the optical ports there on the front. The only coloring is up on the top. I think that's kind of it's kind of being nitpicky because, like I said, in this he's mostly the picture they have here. He's mostly in shadow. Yeah, but yeah. you you would catch that coloring. It, like I said, yeah, but like I said, it's also a different art style, different artists doing it. Different lighting, because right. the picture you sent us with the yeah. there with Ahsoka, that's really bright, like out in this daylight. This is in the back of the ship. You know what I'm saying? Right. And being that it's art and not um, a photo, you're not going to be able to match it dead even and keep with the lighting and everything else. Totally understand that, but I, I mean, I'm trying to find other pictures, like through the, the stills gallery, see if there's anything there. Okay, now I'm going into another episode okay so back to the trivia gallery see i i will trying to buy benefit of the doubt i i'm just unless they just did not finish the color for this particular frame which is a possibility too it just doesn't look right oh well hopefully we see him some more in the future when we see them return so the next so the next question is um bell organa Dina geek mentions mall but i don't see them working for mall mall I, I could see mall working against the empire the, this but, was this was not a mall look. Yeah, mm. that's another one that they've done in this fashion before. So I don't think they would do it again right now. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. And, and malls too, malls too bent on revenge of Kenobi and even Anakin and the Emperor to want to disguise himself as a rebel, even this early in the game, way too early. Plus, who Crimson Dawn does even. This would be considered starting before in 19 okay. in 19 BBY Crimson Dawn became a member of the Shadow Collective. Uh, at the time of the siege of Mandalore, Crimson Dawn was directly led by Drayden Voss just prior to the enactment of Order 66 uh, or just prior to the enactment of Order 66. Maul ordered Voss as well as other leaders of the Shadow Collective to go into hiding in anticipation of the chaos following the rise of the Empire. 
are. So I, so unless he, I don't know, it just doesn't seem right. Unless the Shadow Collective is out for the Empire. Well, you got to think the Empire is probably cutting in on their profits and such. Yeah. But this is continuing on by saying Maul eventually took a more direct role in Crimson Dawn's activities, much like his previous rule over Mandalore. Maul elected to rule from the shadows rather than establish himself as a visible leader of the syndicate. However, unlike the Shadow Collective, most of the rank and file of the organization did not report to him directly. A few even knew of his identity. Instead, Maul relied on figure on a figurehead to serve as the executor of his will to his men. Uh, by 10 BBY, Dryden Voss still served as a public leader until his death. From there, Kira uh, took over and was promoted by Maul. The Galactic Empire often clashed with Crimson Dawn in security enforcement missions. So maybe... See, and that's why I don't think it's Maul, because Maul had Crimson Dawn working with the Empire some. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's Maul. So I think we had it with Organa myself. I think it's Organa, yeah. I'm going I, I I'm going with Organa or Mon Mothma is my guess. They bring up two other people. Cassian and Andor. I think it's too early for him. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Or Sabi, one of Padme's handmaidens, who hid some of the senators' incriminating recordings after the events. And recently appeared in uh, the most recent Darth Vader comic series. See, I think that one's more of a stretch because um, the shows here are designed for people who have mainly, I mean, they pull some stuff out of the comics and books, but they don't do that for major story pieces usually. No, I don't yeah. think so. And then when they do, they change it like they did with the <laughs> the what first episode of yeah. The yeah. Batch. Uh, we see Corellia, which is their last uh, Easter egg. I I think that's pretty much it. Another fun uh, fun solid episode, though. Yeah, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely enjoyed. I wonder what kind of um of reaction they've gotten over the Martez sisters returning. Yeah, I was wondering that too. I I don't know. I I don't know. Alrighty. So um, but today as we're recording, some strange things. Foot. We had do tell. We had Hasbro's. I'm your Father's Day fan fan Wednesday. Their their product reveal. So they revealed where's the they revealed some mission fleet stuff first. Um so there's a new mission fleet Mandalorian Battle in the Badlands figure and vehicle. And it's the um it feature it features a, a Mandalorian on a blurg. And a Mandalorian and Remnant Stormtrooper figures as well. Kind of cool. Also, too, a Mission Fleet Clone Commando Clash. So we are seeing Clone Commandos, um, which is Hunter, Echo, Wrecker, and Crosshair. featuring. So you can get them in the two and a half inch figure size. These actually look kind of cool. Then there is also the Mission Fleet Razor Crest. This thing looks pretty cool. Yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah, Mission Fleet is basically what um, the newest version of it they used to do. Um, there's been a bunch of different versions of this. This is the, basically their young uh, um, young right. kid line. Right. These are two and a half inch figs, which I never got the Chewbacca when that came out. I wanted to. I never, never got the chance. There's a couple of other ones in this also. The Grogu 
that they made for this that comes that comes with uh, with the Mandalorian and the and the speeder bike. I have that one. It, that Grogu is pretty much the same Grogu from the Black series. It mm-hmm. just yeah, just a slight cosmetic difference. But the the Parm the Pram fits the Black series figure perfectly. <laughs> From from what I've been reading online. Now, there is also a Bounty Collection Grogu Hover Pram Pack. Um, comes with five entertainment-inspired accessories, including the, the Pram and the Float Stand. Uh, removable cover, a cookie, a sorghum frog, tentacle bowl soup, and a fabric blanket. So, uh, Bounty Collection. That's the that's the ones that came in the two packs or the one pack of the different, like the Grogu and the Trooper helmet and stuff like that, right? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, back to the mission fleet stuff. There is a Clone Wars battle droid and Stap. Yeah. Which looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, there is- that was the first thing I I got from uh, Phantom Menace when it came out. That was one of the early release toys. Was a the droid on the step. Step was a cool vehicle. Yeah, didn't get used enough. The battle droid. After a while, the the banding that holds it to the step deteriorates and falls off. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also too a stellar class um, vehicle assortment. It includes Moff Gideon and out and the outline Tie Fighter and Bo Katan mm. and the Gauntlet Starfighter Siege vehicle. And then we mm. also have the clone in the uh, the Fleet Expedition class, uh, which is the Anakin Skywalker Arc Speeder Strike set and the Bad Batch. ATRT ambush vehicle. So you, we have the Bad Batch version of the ATRT, which I don't remember mm. using, seeing them reuse that. No. So to continue on, there's also a Star Wars lightsaber squad, the Child. It's a lightsaber hilt that has the Child's head at the top for the emitter. Mm. They do the same thing for the Mandalorian, and it's yeah. This is interesting because I, I don't have they ever done character lightsabers like this before yes. officially. Yes, there there's some there's some out now with them. Uh, with oh really? Yeah, I I actually saw huh. them at the store the other day. So uh, next up that they talked about was the Black Series archive figures. Uh, first up is Princess Leia, and the photo realism with the sculpt is amazing. Um, and all of these are going to be available at most major retailers. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a Obi Wan Kenobi from. Um, Looks like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. If it's not Revenge of the Sith, it's um, Attack. Interesting. These are part of the um, Lucasfilm 50th Anniversary Edition. Right. So these are black series, but they're actually all in a bubble card. Correct. All all the archive is bubble card. Okay. Yeah. Anything that's been labeled black series archive has been bubble card. Uh, There's a 501st Legion clone trooper coming, which will be great if you to go with your Echo and Hawk and the soon to be re-released Rex, if you can find them. Yeah. Well, cool thing is this one comes, it looks like he's already like dirty. He's been through battle already. Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah. And then finally, character, everyone is probably going to want, I know I would love to get a hold of him in Black Series because I missed out the first time, Darth Revan. As much love as Darth Revan's getting right now, and we know that they're working on uh, um, redesign and re-release of the Old Republic, I would not be surprised if he's not brought into canon before that. 
Who's already brought in the canon season six? It, it was he. Mm-hmm. With Yoda. Okay. Or was that with Darth? Yeah, I thought it was with Darth. That was Darth Bane. That was Darth Bane. Was it Bane? I don't. Yeah, because that was Mark Hamill's character. Mark Hamill did the voice. Okay. I thought it was Revan. Now, Revan comes from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, right? Yeah. Right. I believe so. Yeah. And maybe has ties to the Star Wars Old Republic MM- MMO. I'm not sure the storyline behind the MMO. So I don't know. Yeah. I think the MMO takes place at a different time either. frame. I think it takes place either before or after the games, the original games. Still. By like a couple hundred years. We've heard that there's going to be potentially a trilogy that takes place pre the, the saga. The main saga. We we've also heard it's not going to be associated with the High Republic. That they're going to let that run on its own first in the books. Why not make a story based around a trilogy based around Darth Revan? Possibly. And who's to say that we can't make canon? Revan's apprentice is Plagueis. That would move it a lot closer to the um, nine saga films than I think they want to be. Yeah. Okay. Still, let's bring in Revan. Even if it's 200 years ahead of, behind, who quote-unquote could be the villain of the story? Yoda. If we're looking at this all from Revan's point of view, we'd go, you know, first film starts off with him as a knight, Jedi knight. We see the transformation occur in the second film, and then the third film is is Darth Revan. Possibly. I Once again, I don't think they're going to, I don't know if they would use Yoda. Because the, the way it sounds, they're trying to distance yeah. themselves from the original trilogy or the original nine films, the nine saga films and the characters involved. Right. Because you got to think even on the High Republic stuff, Yoda is just a touch point. So, you know where you're at. Right. Yoda's not a, right. not a major character in any of it. Yoda doesn't necessarily have to be a major character in this either. Just a touch point. I'd like to see him go back even farther than um, before Yoda was even around. So, Do yeah. like where the night, where the tales of the Jedi in that era, their era, even though it would be different than what we know. So pre pre High Republic, then possibly. Well, no, the High Republic was around for millennia. No, I'm saying pre the High Republic series, which yeah. is what two hundred years. Yeah, years. about two hundred years. So you go, they so go yeah. eight or nine or a thousand years back. Because yeah. remember, the regular the the Republic was around for for millennia, more than a thousand years. Right. And the Jedi were around that long. So next up, they did the, um, what are they called? They did multiple figures from the old, Repu- uh, from Rogue One. Basically, they completed the crew by introducing Bodhi Rook. Who will- that was really cool because he comes with the communication cable spool that he can wear mm-hmm. on his back. There is a string to resemble the cable that does retract out of that spool. And to rewind it, you pull the, that spool is removable and you can go back in and rewind it back on the string back onto the, onto the spool. That's cool. So you could relive that. You could relive that time. Uh, Jen Urso is being re-released with the new packaging along with Andor. Um, there's, there's been some touch up to the, to the faces. Um, the Jen Urso, I'm kind of a little disappointed because the, the only accessory you get, I mean, you get her headscarf and you get a blaster. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's not much more you could give her, but maybe give her the Death Star plan, something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andor or, comes with three different blasters. Well, those three, bla- those three blasters form his rifle. Yeah. 
So that's why they did that. See, I I agree with you. Instead of the the plans, they should they should have the the hard drive module. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, K2SO again getting a re-release this time with the eyes fixed. They originally had it with the red dots for his eyes, which he did not have. That was based on um, original some original artwork before they saw the film. Um, now it's the normal silver eyes. Uh, Cherry Cherry Root is back and Bay's Malbus is back but adding to this so we got the main rogue one crew together um adding to this for the first time galen urso Mm. in his outfit and they were talking talking about this in the video today uh, unfortunately, Galen's going to be a Target exclusive, and this next figure is going to be a Target exclusive. It's going to piss me off because um, this one I would love to get, and at this point in time, I would almost love to get the pilots from the blacks uh, in the Black series, like Luke, like Wedge, uh, Luke Snow Snowspeeder. Um, you know, all the various pilots that they've done, including I believe he is the head of Blue Squadron. Yeah, I think it's Blue One. That's Antok Merrick. And they said for the to do the arms right, they use the arms from the Luke Snowspeeder pilot for the arms on this one. Mm. And that the arms did coincide with the jumpsuit body to work. But we're getting we're getting Antok Merrick as well. And they're and it's using the new helmet sculpt as well. I I would love to have uh Antok Merrick. I was looking through the Galen Urso just now and I just realized I know why Jen Urso doesn't have the hard drive. It comes with Galen. Does it? If you look at it, that's what he's holding. That's the one accessory Galen has is he has that hard drive with the Death Star plans. I'm assuming that's what that is. That's what it looks like. Uh, I have to look at the pictures. I'm going to have the pictures up this week on the website of all of this. Uh, I could drop this one in the chat. Maybe not. No, it's not the drive. It's the Death Star plans, though. It's the da- is a data card with the plan. Like what uh, they're passing around up on uh, Tana 5. Okay. That's what it is. I just just saw the picture. Yes, yeah, the data card. But you're right. It, she should have it as well. Why she doesn't, I don't know. Um, but to continue on uh, from here, where where do they go next? Oh, they went to the vintage collection. Yes, and the vintage is the three and three quarter, right? Yes, and they kind of touched, gave us an update on what's going on with with the Razor Crest, and that and they show a picture of Favreau holding one the 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 first painted sample. And I guess he apparently fell in love with it. Um, so they said, you know, first character they introduce after this is Quill. Quill's coming to the vintage vintage line. He's cool looking too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so out of the vintage collection, we've had Quill, uh, Grief, Mando. The child comes in um, the Razor Crest, but I think there was another child released. Slightly different. Uh, there's the Remnant Stormtrooper with the game. You could get a Death Trooper from the Rogue One to make it fit for this. Um, did they do Cara Dune? I don't know. Remember. I know they did the armor in Vintage. Anyway, uh, along with that, we also have the Mithril, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And actually, this is the first I've seen, I think, of this. is He actually comes with a puck with the um, hologram. Yes. which is He, he actually has his own hologram. Which is hilarious. What a great little nod. And his handcuffs. And the handcuffs, yeah. Yep. He comes with all kinds of accessories. Um, also to be introduced is uh, Bo-Katan. And they kind of did with her what they did with 
Toradoza. It's two separate heads. Oh, is it? I thought the helmet actually sat on the head. No, the hair, the head is a little too wide for the helmet, sculpt wise. Yeah. So what? So the heads inter- interchangeable. So it doesn't distort the helmet. So that means that in this picture I'm looking at where she's holding her helmet, she's actually holding her own head. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you're into how morbid. Yes. If you're into uh, troop building, Rebel Troopers from Hoth. We've never seen them before. Mm-hmm. No. It's funny. This one almost looks like the Luke sculpt. And I know. I Luke's thought it was the Luke sculpt. I know they're very similar, but it's a different blaster. And I wish they also included uh, the backpack and the rifle as well for options. Yeah. You do get the goggles that come off and you can hold them or put them on top of his head or whatever. Yeah. But you can't actually wear them on his eyes. I think you could. I, it looks like it's hard plastic. I, I don't know how you're going to get it over that cat, the um, hat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not, I don't know if it's one that I'm going to go get to try and do. Yeah. Um, but also from the live stream, uh, they talked about also for pre-order tomorrow, you could get the fan choice figure. Which is the uh, trooper from the old Republic? Um, if I can find it. Yeah, the Republic trooper will be available on Hasbro Pulse and ShopDisney.com. Only two places you can order it from, which I found interesting. Uh, that's a that's a figure I kind of wouldn't mind having. It, it's just a cool. It, it it's it's amazing that even going back that far, there's still ties to the clone armor and the stormtrooper armor with this. And this is something that takes place thousands of years before all that. Mm. Uh, coming down the pipeline, um, they did tease the next HasLab project, and the hat and the HasLab project will be for the Black Series. Will not be a vehicle, but potentially a location. Or, or actually, all they said was not Black Series. It's Black Series, but it's not a vehicle. Yeah, not a vehicle, but it is based on the Black Series. It is based on the Black Series. So coming down the pipeline. You know what? Wouldn't it be crazy if it was the Yavin throne room? Wouldn't it be crazy? Imagine that one. The Yavin throne room um, where they did the award ceremony. Now imagine how happy all the um, troop builder guys are that always buy all the soldiers and everything else. That now they have somewhere to put all their soldiers and everything they had. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So coming Black Series down the pipeline. Jetta Patrol Stormtrooper from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. This I will have in my collection because I've been trying to get the troopers from Rogue One that have been released. And I believe right now he will be it for me to complete complete that series. I have a Death Trooper. I have the Hover Tank Driver. Finally got a Scarif Shore Trooper. <laughs> I got the Archive one. And I have three Scarif shore trooper captains because i picked those up at five below thinking oh wait this is just a shore trooper not realizing nope i got the wrong ones i should have grabbed more death troopers um but yeah jetta patrol stormtroopers coming pretty much looks like any looks like the sand trooper minus the backpack basically jetta patrol stormtrooper the one they're picturing it's got the papillon on the shoulder which funny thing papillons on the shoulders were actually front bib chest protectors for motocross back in the day Mm mm-hmm so they switched him up, added a strap to go around the arm. Um, if, if Fortuna is coming to the Black Series for the first time, Mayfield in Trooper Disguise is coming. Fennec Shand, Nomad, Boba Fett, and Cobb Vanth. Cool. This is all Black Series, all six inch. 
So it's going to be basically, other than the Jedi Patrol Stormtrooper, it's all of the um, season two Mandalorian. Correct. And other than yeah. the, it's probably the original Bib Fortuna, not the one from Mandalorian. The, yeah, the yeah. fat one. Yeah, it's the original. Fat Fortuna. Now, the reveals for the vintage collection. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. It's coming to the vintage, three and three quarter inch. Lobot. And then the third. Lobot. Lobot in the three and three quarter inch vintage and the Navarro Cantina. Start going through some of the aliens and stuff from there. Um, well, no, this is going to be the place. You think it's actually a Cantina playset. It's the Cantina playset, which I wouldn't mind, especially since uh, some of the thoughts that I've been wanting to do for display. And if I try and go back and get some of the uh, Mandalorian vintage to go with the Mandalorian retro, then this would be a perfect display for it. I'm okay with that. So, um, so what are, what are y'all's thoughts on the, uh, these releases? Any- Some of them are really, really cool if you can actually ever find them. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be the catch. Can you find them? Uh, for me, Quill's on my list. Um, I don't know about Bo. I think Bo's going to be a challenge to find. Yeah. The Mithril. I think all of these challenge. are going to be a challenge somewhat. Well, some of them are going to be peg warmers. Like the Rebel Trooper's going to be peg warmer. Yeah, I think Urso's going um, to be a peg warmer, unfortunately. Yeah. Because they've had so many of her out there before. The um, 501st Trooper is probably going to be a peg warmer. Mm, maybe. You always find troopers out there. Yeah, but I think the, these are going to go like, but because everyone's trying to troop build and everyone's going to scalp, that's going to go quick. For my sake, I hope Antok is a peg warmer. That way I have a shot of getting them. Yeah. Revan, I would love to get. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if GameStop still has the other Revan. That's who had them last time. Uh, sold out. Jedi Revan. Yeah, but if they're still on the site, that means they may get, be planning on getting more in. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when he was released. He'd be worth, he was, he'd still be worth getting. I just don't know if I want to pay the upcharge for him on, uh, from whatchamacallit, from eBay. Well, all this stuff was revealed today. So if you actually check out some of the, um, some of the retailers online, the Entertainment Earths and the Big Bad Toy Stores, this place like that, you may be able to get your pre-orders still in. Right. Just don't use PayPal because PayPal is going to run out before you get a chance, before they actually charge you for the pre-order. I, I, I've heard too many people complain about that. Mm. So um, speaking of collectibles of sorts or other new merch. Star Wars and Columbia launched the Outer Rim Collection. So the clothing clothing company, Columbia Sportswear and Disney Lucasfilm have collaborated on jackets over the past. Now they're getting into the summer apparel with a Outer Rim Collection, uh, which is perfect for beach or fishing trips. Um, I would consider getting this shirt. Uh, first up is a shirt that... Uh, has um, X-Wings, the Falcon, Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, and more hidden amongst the vegetation. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of cool. Um, shirt's going to range anywhere between 45 to 65 bucks. Mm. Uh, Which but, is about the right price for Columbia. And it is um, the offer for kids. There's a women's version. Um, the men's is already sold out. But I may be able to get it at Disney Springs. <laughs> but it's, it's sold out online. But I, like I said, I would consider wearing it. My wife would look at me like, are you really serious? Yes. Yes, I am. It's got a cool vibe to it. It's supposed to be a cool shirt for the summer. So, um, any final thoughts? Mm, nope. No, I think I'm good for right now. Mm. 
Well, then, on that note, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> I felt a great disturbance in the force. I fear something terrible has happened.